Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. got m16 here and i'm rolling solo i'm all by myself i never get a chance to get in a word edgewise now i get to get in all the words because i'm rolling solo here but it's cool you know i'm not gonna be rolling solo in a minute because in a moment i'm gonna bring in jonathan taylor he's a classical guitar player all right so we're gonna bring him in we're gonna talk about his story about how he you know came to love music and many other stories and anecdotes. he's a wealth of knowledge on a bunch of different subjects and he's just a guy who just likes to have a good conversation so we're gonna bring him in and let's have that conversation. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. So I would get rid of New Year's and I'll tell you why. Um, because listen, there is no new me. I'm in my mid thirties. This, this is it, it's all you got. <laughs> I, I am who I am. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we got another episode of the radio show ATL, The Aftermath, on the air. And we got hanging out with us, talented musician, Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan, thank you so much for making the time to come on the show today. Hey, thank you for having me. I love it. It's great. I love Atlanta. Already, we're off to a great start. Yes, yes, we are. Even before we hit the record button, we already been hitting That's it off right. like two two old buddies here so that's right we would have we would have you know forgot all about the show <laughs> yes because we were just chatting it up you know but let's let's continue that here while we you know sure. to talk about your career and your endeavors and everything so sure all right so in, in your genre if you're someone who loves music and this show is a show that's based around music our show is based sure. around hip-hop sure. we all seemingly have like a time period where we felt like Okay, we fell in love with whatever form of music that we love the most. That style caught our ear uh, during a specific era. So, is there a specific like musical era or decade that really? You know, honestly, well, that's a great question. That's a great question. So, let me answer that. So, I've been trained as a classical musician, but of course, growing up in Southern California, I'll give you an example. I'm more, even though I'm a classical artist in the sense that I do Bach and, the, and all the Spanish masterpieces, Leyenda, Sevilla, Recuerdos, all these things. On the, on the other hand, I have 32 albums. 
I'm with a new record company that's distributed through Warner Brothers Records, which is Hit Lab. And so I have 32 albums. Now that's a lot of albums. Yes. Okay. So what is what do I mean by that? I go, well, it's a crossover music. And so what is that? And I go, well, I have jazz pieces on there like do or uh, George Gershwin, or I'll have pieces that have like a folk thing, like American medleys that I put together from folk songs of the American 19th century. I did film scores adapting it for solo classical guitar, like The Wizard of Oz and the Bond themes, the James Bond themes. So that is a, like a crossover genre. It's not obviously not Bach, not strictly classical uh, things. So why am I saying that? Well, I always tell people, I go, well, I'll show you a little bit of history and how when you ask me a direct question, I'm trying to give you a full, complete answer. You ask, what eras? And I go, well, all eras. And why is that? And I go, because music is qua human. And I go, you don't have to be from this culture or that culture or that culture. I go, it will speak to you in some way, some more than others. Of course, you have influences in that. But let me give you an idea what I mean by crossover. So in the country music field, which I'm really not, you know, so much that in any way, even though there are some country uh, folk pieces in some of the albums, that there was a a guy named Hank Williams. Now, who was that? And I go, well, he was a, a country guy with a very a niche audience. He used to sing a song, Hey, Good Looking, What You Got Cooking? How about cooking something up for me? And he used to write these very niche songs. Now, along came a man 30 years later, Glenn Campbell. And people say, well, is he country? I go, yes and no. Is he pop? Yes and no. And I go, he changed the country genre forever. I go, you can't say all these people that are out there now, I go, oh, they wouldn't exist without Glenn Campbell. Just like I'm sure in hip hop, there are people, you know, like that, right? Yeah. I know yeah. that, um, uh, I know that who's the white guy that is uh, the hip hop artist, one of the first, you know who I mean. Which one? Slim Shady, oh, Slim Eminem, Shady yeah. guy. Eminem. Yep. Eminem, right. So, I mean, there's a genre and there's a person that was in that and, and other people too. I understand now that Drake is suing uh, some people because they tried to AI his stuff. Yeah. And I go, oh, and I've had people, I've done lots of interviews, as you know, my friend. And so I said, what do you think is going to happen? And I go, the court docket is going to be like this. The court docket is going to be very full. And why? I go, because you can't take his music. That's his music. Yep. And I go, what you're doing is you're cheating him out of his labor. Oh, do you like his music? I go, it has nothing to do with any of that. It has to do with law. I go, this is the product that the gentleman has created. And I go, now you're ripping them off, okay? So to me, what AI is going to do, I go, well, it's a tremendous upside and a tremendous downside as well. Double-edged sword, totally a double-edged sword. I go, it'll do great in medicine. But other things, how are you going to trust, you know, what's real, right? It's a, it's a lot going on out there, great. especially when you're dealing with the, inter with the internet on trying to weave your way into what's real and what's not with that. Totally, and totally. I will say, you know, piggybacking off something that you mentioned, Jonathan. So 
32 albums, which there are a lot of artists who can't even boast and say that they have more than one or two. 32 right. of them. That's a lot. Go ahead. If, if, you, if you just type in Jonathan Taylor guitar into Google, you'll find out. So, and the other thing is if I have an app that's on Google Play for Android users and on um, uh, iOS, you know, Apple, uh, Apple Store, if you just type in Jonathan Taylor in those apps, it's a free app. You can download it. There's tons of videos, interviews, lessons, all sorts of stuff free. You don't have to become a member. I have to pay anything. If you want to become a member, it's like nothing. It's like 40 bucks a year. So uh, saying that, because if you want to know some of these albums, like we were we're talking about obviously i've recorded you know they're, they're, i've got 182 performance videos as well yeah it's a, it's a lot of stuff in there and, and what i was getting to with that is that when you're creating something that plentiful can you walk me through sort of the creative process um as far as you know what were i would say the ones that you would say are decidedly were different or challenging for you was there a particular project sure. that kind of brought you some things that you weren't expecting sure Oh, totally. Yeah. So, so for instance, right now people say, what do you do now? You know, because COVID destroyed touring for three years. Everyone knows that, you know, the Rolling Stones weren't touring. Right. And so I go, what do you do? And I go, I'm time. I'm, I'm making performance videos and going on location. So for instance, next week, maybe 10 days or so, uh, I'll be out in Palm Springs filming uh, new material. Uh, and of course, it takes time to either learn the material or arrange it and learn it, right? So uh, that's what I'm doing all the time. And how? And so you're asking me about, you know, the truth is I had 30 years of recording, touring, going all over Hell's Half Acre. I mean, I toured in weird places, not just, you would think North America, Europe, you know, that's common. You would think that, right? And I go, oh, yes, but I also performed in the Amazon. I, I played in the Philippines. I played in Romania. I played in India. I, you know, all, and and I go, India is a goddamn big country, too. People don't realize that. So is Brazil, by the way, when we were talking about Brazil. And uh, then performed in, uh, represented a, a, as a, um, a cultural specialist for the American government down in Barbados. I was considered America's musical ambassador and did concerts and did master classes down there. But to go back to your thing about music, um, when people say, what type of music? Is it you like Jonathan? I go, whatever is done with taste and artistry. Okay. I go, yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that's that's fair saying that because, you know, we were speaking before um, we started recording where, yeah, this is a show based on hip hop, but we're inclusive to, like, people ask me, I'm like, look, I like whatever sounds good. So the genre doesn't really yeah. matter to me. Like, if it right. sounds good, it sounds good, you know? Sure. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, the development of music over the years, over the centuries, uh, have had personalities that nudge it into a different direction. Pop music, hip hop music, jazz music, but classical as well. Uh, yeah. Everyone, I'll give you a story about Bach that I'll bet you none of your uh, listeners know. And 
Bach, of course, lived from 1685 to 1750, and he's considered the greatest composer of all time, greatest contrapuntalist. That means many voices, polyphonic, many voiced. And so I go, well, uh, I go, he never traveled more than 50 miles from the place he was born. I go, so that was the limits. He didn't take jets like you and me to Europe or wherever we're going, right? He didn't do that. And I go, well, uh, nobody should have known about him. People say, well, what do you mean by that? And I go, because his manuscripts languished in the uh, Vienna library for 80 years. And they found them with mold. And how did they find them? And I go, well, there was a young conductor who became a composer as well, uh, called Felix Mendelssohn, who wanted to make a big splash in the city. Play at Staples Center in LA now, right? Whatever it is. I go, the big splash. He wanted to make a big splash. And so what did he do? He started looking for music and he found the St. John and St. Matthew Passion in this music library upstairs that had been literally rotting for 80 years in the stacks, you know, like way in the back in the archives. And so I go, well, the only reason people in the entire world know about Johann Sebastian Bach is because Felix Mendelssohn accidentally discovered his manuscripts. Sometimes it takes a little bit of chance to get things. <laughs> you are now listening to the radio show. I, I guess I'll go next while we wait on him. This is kind of this is like low-key motivational, so y'all just stay with me, okay? Okay. Y'all ever had somebody that, like, wanted you to fail? Like, just didn't want to see you be successful? Mm. And then you kept grinding and kept grinding and doing what you had to do, and then you made it to where you wanted to go? And you kind of just got to turn around and kind of show off, like, hey, I did this. You doubted me. You know what I'm saying? Well, that happened to me, you know? I had a struggling fantasy football team. You know what I'm saying? Oh I, God, I thought this was real life. <laughs> this is real and, life. I'm sorry. I apologize. We continue. <laughs> You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Who we're speaking to. So this is talented musician, musician Jonathan Taylor, right? So his music available on Apple Music, Spotify, just wherever you stream your music. That includes uh, your work. So I saw that you had Beautiful World Volumes 1 through 4. All right. He spoke about it, and we want to mention it again, the Jonathan Taylor app. So that's access to a lot of exclusive content that he spoke about as well. You can just go to the Apple Store if you're an iPhone user or go to the Google Play Store if you're using Android. And you can follow him on Instagram. So I'll make sure that I get this correct. So you follow him on Instagram at JT Classical Guitar Mastery. All right. On Instagram is where you can find it. Right. That's perfect. Exactly. And I'm always interested in speaking and texting with people. And uh, I love the fans. I am totally, uh, I'm a very open person. Uh, I'm not like a person that lives in an ivory tower. I like, I have to have my privacy for my art and to do that. But yes. then after I'm done with that for the day, I'm out, you know, carousing. No, I got you. I got you. So. I did have a, yeah. a question that still <laughs> focuses in on the, the the musical part of it. So in being an artist, sometimes you're going to go, you're going to write, you're going to record things that are rough drafts or sometimes unfinished. So do you ever find yourself going back to something that was unfinished and sort of 
how do you attempt to integrate that into what you're doing? That is a great question. That is such a great question. That is a great question. So with the classical guitar, I, of course, my background is I, I was composing orchestral music, string quartets, uh, brass quintets, and that. And I can tell you that to arrange or adapt for the classical guitar is the hardest thing in the world. To, for me to arrange something for a string quartet or that, it's nothing. But for the classical guitar, I go, oh, the technical intricacies and the voicings are so um, different than all the other instruments of the orchestra that it's very, very difficult. So you ask me, do I go back to things? Yes. Sometimes you want to adapt something. I have two Bond medleys, meaning on the James Bond themes. They're both on the Warner Brothers Hit Lab record which is called Guitar Chronicles. If you type Jonathan Taylor, Guitar Chronicles, it'll be on all the streaming, Deezer, Spotify, Pandora, whatever you like, you know, whatever people use. Uh, and I go, well, and you're talking about previously re released albums. You know what happens is they repackage your albums. They take tracks and then they repackage them and call it, you know, something else. Yeah. For for instance, I'm going to tell you how that name Guitar Chronicles came about. I'm meeting in West Hollywood with the CEO of Hit Lab at a, hotel, a very exclusive hotel and the head of European uh, marketing and said, Jonathan, and originally the guitar was, the album was going to be called, um, what was it going to be called? <laughs> It's going to be called something else. And and she said, I don't like that name. And I said, I don't give a shit about the names. They mean nothing to me. I go, if you think it can be marketed better with a different name, please do it. Because this doesn't matter to me. I go, I've recorded the tracks. Here they are. The music speaks for itself. There's nothing more to know. You know, I can tell you a million stories about each piece, and maybe we should get into the Wizard of Oz. You'd like that. Uh, remind me. But so we're, we're sitting there having breakfast, steak and eggs for me, and uh, we're having breakfast, and she, I go, well, what do you want to name it? And she starts thinking about it. She goes, what about Guitar Chronicles? I go, fine, it's done. Do it. <laughs> she goes, you don't. To commiserate about it. You don't, you know, oh, it has to be this, has to be. I go, yeah, a winner makes a quick decision. A loser waits forever. <laughs> you know, I go, it's done. You know, I go, what does it matter what we call it? Yeah. yeah. So that's the answer. I hope, hopefully I've answered your question. Oh, it's good. I like the, the, the colorful, I like the, the painting of how you're uh, answering the, the questions, you know, putting your bit of flair and personality into it. Um, and like I said, you know, we, we were speaking. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. I am. Tell Not my everyone is a good person. No, I mean that. I'm very sincere. You're a good person. I can. Not everyone is a good person. Oh, thank you, you for saying I appreciate it. No, I appreciate it. Yeah. Tell my co-hosts when they're all trying to gang up on me <laughs> when we the show about that. Jesus but, uh, now, what you doing? Oh, we can't, we can't tell what she's doing tonight. She's got bundled up in something, right? Yes. 
So there, she, yeah. yeah, she couldn't do it tonight. Yeah, she was off tonight. She couldn't yeah. do it. So you know, like I said, tell it to my other hosts. You know, when they when they got something going on. Yeah. But, you know, you, <laughs> so another thing that we 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 had got into where you had kind of led me to where I was going to eventually get to anyway was about your your app. So if you could, I mean, you talked, we, we talked about what it entails, but I would like to know as far as where did the idea, like how did that come to life and how has this app assisted you in getting the word out sure. about your music and your story? Sure. Great, great uh, question. So uh, my seat media is hooked up with my record company, Hit Lab, and the artists, and by the way, half of them are hip hop, <laughs> by the way. Half of them the, on my seat media, I go, half of your artists are hip-hop artists. And uh, so I said, who's this guy? You know, he's this, and who's this guy? You know, and uh, so what they do is they have designed an app for artists, and uh, I load up, I film all the time. For me to have not filmed the last two weeks, rarity, rarity. And I go, oh, God, I just got to take a freaking break, you know. And, uh, and I go, I'll be in the desert and it'll be all nice and all fancy and that'll be good. So, so what I have tried to do with the app is do it in what I call three sections. And the first of all is performance videos. Oh, you playing variations on a theme by Mozart or pieces by, um, you know, psychedelic pieces, believe it or not. I adapted them for classical guitar or the wizard of oz things on there and then the second part is lessons so there's for members you have five lessons with what i call meaningful content Unf what i'm about to say will probably shock a lot of people but probably 80 percent of guitarists are first and second year students but they don't know it and the reason they don't know it is they don't have a way to measure that, the skill levels. And I go, you have to go through this to get to that. You know, Flo Joe wasn't always the greatest tennis player in the world. Do you know what I'm saying? In other words, that athlete, I go, oh, she had to go through tons of stuff to get to where she was. And I go, and she had, and her dad was on her ass all the time. And so... What I'm saying is that each lesson is um, teaching you skills that you have to have to master the masterpieces. Gotcha. And then there's a third section that I call Adventures in Touring. And what is that? And I go, when you step out into the world, believe me, something's going to happen. Because you are now amongst them. And I go, when you go around the world like me, and people say, oh, didn't you have a big entourage? I go, I was solo everywhere. I never had one person with me ever. What? Didn't you have the manager? I go, he already, man, he got the gig and did the thing. You know, I mean, what do you mean? Here's the plane ticket, Jonathan, right? Here's the hotel room, you know, the food thing and and uh, so people say well what did you do I go I got on the plane and flew to India <laughs> so I mean I have a thousand stories of adventures in India you know I told I tell people I walk down the streets of Calcutta at midnight why that's kind of crazy I go 
because I wanted to prove my courage to myself because I knew how dangerous it was. And that I, like, I was a fish out of water, right? I go, you look strange in that environment. Yeah. So I go, I have a thousand stories like that. A thousand stories. And I go, I didn't hide my light under a rock, as they say. Right under a bush. Right. You are. So I hope that answers the storyteller. You, you are. You're quite the storyteller. Like. I mean, I know you're a musician, but you need to be like narrating <laughs> audio books or something as well, because you got this vivid way of, you know, painting a picture. And <laughs> it's there. It's there. So, well, thank you. You thank are now listening to the radio show. I think the trump card here is always going to be Jesus ain't a white hippie, but every <laughs> depiction of Jesus, he's a white hippie. Yeah. Oh, and and speaks English. I'm 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 98 sure Jesus didn't speak English. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Different, but I did want to ask you this because, again, sure. like I said, your ability to tell stories, you can tell that you have a wealth of knowledge in as far as you've lived a life, Jonathan. You can you can hear it in how you're talking here. So, how do you define? success in your career like are you still getting to where you want to be or have you already achieved that already how do you how do you feel did you like if, if it all just stopped right now you're like well, you I'm, know I'm, okay well that's a great yeah that's a great question so first of all i am grateful for every day i'm above ground in other words i thank god every morning for the blessings that he has bestowed upon me and i'm very I'm not any particular sect or religion. You know, I'm not any of that. I go, there is something that created the universe. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you feel it. And I'm very grateful to that. And some people say, what do I define as success? I go, the ability to communicate, to love people, to help them in some way. I honestly and truly believe that music can, and be a healing thing to people. I really believe that. Now, a scientist may say, Jonathan, I go, look, I have freaking seen it, okay? This person was not in a good place, in a bad place. And I go, this person was pulled out from the muck and the mire, lifted up, and, and brought to an exaltation, a great place. And that's what he needed or she needed. And so what do I define success? Now, every, comp every new film, every new video uh, that I do is trying to advance the art in an even more refined way. And I'm always looking for new uh, things to do. I'm constantly arranging or looking for new pieces to adapt to the solo classical guitar. So, for instance, I mentioned that I adapted the songs from The Wizard of Oz to the solo classical guitar, and that's on the Guitar Chronicles album. And there, it is not just a string of songs or a medley. It is more like a magnum opus that, it, that is using some of the orchestral score to evoke 
what that film was, that beloved film. And there's all sorts of stories about that. I mean, maybe your, your viewers aren't interested in this. Maybe they are. But there's all sorts of stories about that film that I go, well, you won't even believe it. I mean, you've seen the, everyone's seen the film five times. And I go, but you won't even believe the behind the scenes stuff, which I go is always the more interesting stuff that's going on. What's going on behind the scenes? Oh, he cheated on his girlfriend and she tried to stab him, you know, <laughs> right? I mean, there's always something. Always, yes. Yeah. And she loved him so much. She said, if I can't have you, no one will. So, so, so I mean, uh, you know, there are many stories on those pieces. And I told you the story about Bach and about how his, I go, well, nobody would know about Bach if that hadn't occurred. I go, I go, it's like kismet. You know, it's like um, happenstance. It's like, you know, fate. It's, and so, and I go, his sons, he had three sons. I'll show you, and I'll show you the difference. Because people think classical, they think it's a stodgy stuff, you know, and they're just, you know, boring and this. And I go, no, 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 it's not like that. The sons, Bach had three sons. And I go, oh, they hated their dad's music. Just like today, right? Yep. Just like you would see a kid today go, oh, dad listens to that big band. Grandpa listens to big band, you know, music. Grandpa or dad listens to this stuff, that the 60s stuff that I don't like, you know, and I like this stuff. Well, box kids were exactly the same way. They wanted, who did they want to write like? Mozart. And people say, what are you talking about? And I go, well, think about the timeline here. He's getting older, right? He's got his kids. And I go, now they see Mozart and he's like the toast of the town, right? He's the big artist. And I go, they wanted to write like him. So what goes around comes around. It's all the same thing, right? It just, it just stays the same. It's just a, a, big, a big cycle, you know, going I, around yeah. over and over again. So... Um, Jonathan, like I said, you know, like I said, you have this this trait of being uh, not only a uh, a talented artist, but a great storyteller and someone who can, you know, explain themselves so well. You're a great orator. You Thank know, you, 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 you are now listening to the radio show. Listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. And we've had a great conversation, but now we're going to switch it up, uh, uh, do a little something different here. Uh, we have this little game that we play when we have all of our mini hosts here. Uh, I'm going to steal a segment from my brother. Okay. This segment. It's called One Gotta Go, where we're going to give you a segment of, uh, I guess, uh, different choices. And one of these has to go. So we have one over here. It's in the okay. category. We were talking about food. So it's, this one is going to flunk if you don't like potatoes. Do you like potatoes? Uh, not sure. Okay. So I like, like potatoes. Baked potatoes. 
All right. So we got our one guy to go here on potatoes on which version of them would have to go. So you got four choices here, okay? So we got hash browns, french fries, mashed potatoes, or baked potato. All right. So hash browns, french fries, mashed french potatoes, fries. or baked potatoes. Which french one fries. has to get out of here? Fries? Wow, french that's fries. what I'm saying. Yeah. Please. Why and fries? I love fries, but I love baked potatoes better. And I love hash browns with my steak and eggs. You know. So that's, I mean, it's the it's like voting. Always the lesser of two evils. It'll never be anything different, right? That is, yeah, that's, that is so interesting to me. Because when I was thinking, when I was looking at this list, I was like, which one of these is just untouchable? So that's my next question with this. So you say fries got to go. So which one of these absolutely is staying, no question about it, of the ones that's left? Which one is definitely staying? Baked potatoes. Baked potato. Yeah, you can do a lot yeah. with a baked potato. With sour cream and chives. With sour cream and chives. In fact, I could have one now. I've got one in the kitchen. Maybe I'll make it later. <laughs> All right. Maybe we've started something with that. That is interesting, though, because when I yeah. flipped it around to me and I thought about, okay, which one of these would have to go for me? I love all of them. So that's what makes these so hard because they're all great, right? Sure. Um, I would say that the they're one all I, great. Could, I could let go of because I could probably substitute it in a way, even though I love them to death, is hash browns. Because if I really wanted, I could just have some fries, you know, that could probably take the place of it. Because it would, for me, the the first thing that would be saying would be fries. I mean, um, my family will tell you if there's any fries left with anything, I'm trying to look and see where I can get some more. Who's I can reach? Now, in. you know, McDonald's has, but it, they have a certain potato and they only use that long potato. McDonald's fries. Yeah. They, I can't remember what it is, but they only use that long, long potato. Yeah. Oh, and I, I think, oh, well, they, that's what brand is, right? And, they taste good, and it, it just would be hard to give up. I, that's definitely, for me, Jonathan, that's definitely an upset because I didn't think – I thought fries would be the last one out because, every you know, you go any place, you know, kids, no right. matter what, they got their hands in the, right. in the bag trying to get some more. That is right. interesting. Um, yeah, right. I'm, I'm really shocked by that one, for real, because we were, we were talking a few weeks ago about universal foods that we feel like everybody likes, and everybody was like, well – it's either like pizza or fries, like one of those, like everybody, you don't know too many people that don't like right. or don't like fries. Very true. Very true. Only the people that have their diets and it's so specific, I go, but trust me, you'll be in the grave and somebody will have eaten the exact opposite of you. And you said, you said the exact <laughs> you opposite. Know. Since we, since we got through that one, and yeah. uh, in the, in the upset here, I got one more one got to go here. And just for sure. the people, just for the people that's listening, going to listen and watch this, we do one got to go every week. But it's not my segment; it's my brother's segment. So I'm borrowing. I from love him. it. All right. So right. Uh, we're going to do another one of these. So the next one here is going to be. I, I guess we can keep it food related. I'm guessing. Let's. I mean. You can't go wrong with food. So this one is another one got to go from foods in different sort of categories. So we can see where you have okay. this one, Jonathan, right? All right. So one of these has got to get out of here, all right? So we got wings. So that's so chicken wings. Yeah. Crab legs, ribs, or bacon, all right? I'll repeat it. Wings, crab, crab legs. legs. Crab legs. That was quick. All right. So why crab legs? Not a, no. not a seafood person? I don't have those. 
wings. Got to have the bacon. Man cannot live without bacon. <laughs> Love it. Now, do they still eat pickled pigs' feet in the south? Yeah, they do. But I from Piggly yeah, Wiggly. I ain't touching that shit though. But yeah, it's yeah people eat it though. But I ain't touching. That's yeah. not your thing. Yeah, That's no. not your thing. Uh -uh. Yeah. What do you like? Okra. Okra. I eat okra. Fried green tomatoes. No, I ain't eat no fried green tomatoes, but I will. I will eat your okra and ribs. Oh, the best ribs. So, so you said that crab legs got to get up out of here. All right. Hmm. This one is rough because all these are good. Um, which one would have to go? All these. I like all these. Well, I will say this. See, I don't eat pork. If I still did, it probably would be ribs. But beef ribs are good, but they're not like how pork ribs are. So just based on the fact that I don't eat no, pork. No, I like, I prefer pork ribs to beef ribs. Yeah. Just based on the fact that I yeah. don't that I don't eat pork, I, I'm a kid. No, ribs. I prefer pork. I prefer pork. You prefer to beef pork. ribs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Most most people do. I mean, beef ribs are good. They're cool, but you know, pork ribs will probably be the way. But based on, like I said, based on the fact I don't eat pork, I'm gonna just kick ribs out of here because I'm I gotta have wings. Um, do you not eat pork for religious reasons? No, I just it's just I would say to people even outside of religious reasons, and I don't want to tell people what to eat, but just. Just do your research in on, on pork. You should probably leave it alone for many purposes, health reasons and things of that nature. No, no, but, I know what you're saying. Trichinosis. Trichinosis. You know, there's all sorts of things. And salmonella, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, it's a few things. Yeah, I mean, for folks out there, I mean, enjoy your pork. Eat your pork chops and all that stuff. But I'm just saying, you know, if you, you were to read about it, you probably would stop. But I ain't going to, I ain't preaching. I'm just, you know, just my small opinion. But you're uh, not the me, type that preaches. You use reason. And you try to uncover the truth, and that's your personality. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not trying to push it. And you're not the type me. to preach or tell anybody what to do. No, no that's You not have a good heart, and you try to use reason. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to record these sound bites, like I said. Like I said, when, when all my other buddies and hosts are trying to give me the business. <laughs> that's right. Say somebody, we can use those sound bites. Yes. Somebody had my back on this. You know, Jonathan Taylor out from Southern California said this. Oh, he got hit by a bus the other day. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. But I'll tell you one thing that did hit really hard, and that was us playing One Gotta Go right here on the Aftermath. Jonathan, you did a great job with that. So I appreciate you playing along with our little game here. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Game here. Um, so just to sort of, I guess, put a bonus on everything, I just wanted to say that, you know, we had a, a great conversation um, concerning just many different things your music career, your personality, life experiences, things of that nature. You're definitely someone that people who, if they had not heard of you, you are someone that people need to be paying attention to, definitely. Um, you know, Thank giving you. you some love with that. So I want to reiterate this just so people would know, and it's going to be on the screen there for people to see. So Jonathan has an extensive catalog. So make sure and stream his music on all your streaming platforms. He was naming them. So Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, Amazon, Tidal, wherever you get your music, go ahead and stream. I mean, you will not be disappointed. All right. He's got the app. All right. The Jonathan. And Tidal is the best app. That's Jay-Z's. That's Jay-Z's app, right? Yes. Tidal. Yes. 
Tidal? That's correct. I go, Tidal has the best salary of any app. You know that? I go, Tidal is the best. Now, oh, I haven't met Jay-Z and I haven't talked with Jay-Z, but I go, oh, I go, it's the best app of all of them. Oh, uh, yeah. The sound quality True. is... Is, is top of the line, you know, uh, you got to yeah. give credit where it's due, all right? And then make sure and follow Jonathan on Instagram at JT Classical Guitar Mastery, all right? Make sure, this, like I said, this is a, a person that people need to be paying attention to. Um, you can see that he's a wealth of knowledge, not just in music, but in life. He has experiences, all right? So make sure and, like I said, give him some love. So, Jonathan, I definitely, um, you know, Appreciate the time, and we would love to have you come back again and have some further. Conversation I would love it. You. I would love it. And remember, remind me, and I'll tell you some Wizard of Oz stories for next time. That'll be fun. Yes. If you remind yeah. me, I won't believe these stories about. You know, I've got a million stories, but I'm just thinking about that now. And I'm, go you know, there's all sorts of things that happened on that set that I go, well, nobody will believe it, you know, but it's documented, you know, no, so. That's no, that's that's fantastic. So, like I said, again, um, you're someone who is an excellent guest and someone that we look forward to not only following what you're doing, but having further conversation in the future as well. Thank you. Excellent. Going to be happy to do it. Thank you. I appreciate it. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. What is something that you keep in your car just in case? Uh, fork. Don't at me. Whoa. Wait, what? I need, need follow-up there. Whoa. Yeah, no, whoa. Yeah. Okay, so I will at here. you. I will yeah, at you. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, come out. I, got, I need yeah. a follow-up here. <laughs> yeah. A fork. Y'all, y'all never, like, ordered food and couldn't, they didn't give you the right utensils? Or you was hungry, you needed to eat it right then and there? No? I mean, that's just me? Oh my God, I'm showing my greedy side. Yes. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, we're back here on the Aftermath. Just got done talking to Jonathan Taylor. He's a great classical guitar player, all right? That was a great conversation that we had with him. I mean, a wealth of knowledge on many different levels with so much to say about just the state of music, what he's doing and everything. He's someone that people should definitely be checking for. So I want to run through his information again to make sure that everybody's checking for him. So his music is available wherever you stream your music. Uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, Tidal, wherever you get your music. Just search for Jonathan Taylor. He's got albums out. One of them is four volumes to it. Beautiful World Volumes 1 through 4. You can find that along with all the other albums that he's done. He's got his app, his Jonathan Taylor app with exclusive content you can find it on the uh, apple store if you got an iphone google play if you're using an android and follow him on instagram at jt classical guitar mastery the information is right there on the screen make sure to give him a like a follow a listen all that stuff counts all right now as far as for us go as far as we go the radio show atl if you want to be a guest on the radio show atl just send us an email to radio show inbox at gmail.com or you can send us a text 678-800-1677 we look forward to hearing from you so again much love to jonathan taylor a great guest we're gonna definitely be talking to him in the future um just seeing where he's at as far as his career and just having a great conversation because he's a guy who he, he likes to have fun as you can clearly see so it's all good all right so we appreciate everybody who listens and watches the radio show atl we're gonna keep dropping this heat every time all the time Thank you for listening and watching, and we will catch y'all next time. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk Podcast. I'm Zeno. 
I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ hyphen talk podcast. Like and subscribe. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight, and you're tuned in to the radio show ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email the radio show inbox at gmail.com. <laughs>